Music fuck shit. Nigga. Music fuck shit. Hi. Hey, what's goody, everybody? I am Tonina. I'm Stephanie Darcy. Welcome back to another episode of Music Fuck Shit. Woo! Last week we learned about Marilyn Manson. So yeah, we are back with another episode this week. What happened this week? There's been major a lot of shit happened. So we had news. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame happened and the Grammy nominations came out. Had no idea about the Rock and Hall. Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know no one even cares. Okay, also really quickly, do you know there's only been this is the 65th Grammy nomination. It doesn't that sound like not that many years. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I can't believe my mom's been lo- alive longer than the Grammys. The Grammys. I know. Interesting. Yeah. Remember when like the Grammys like felt like it meant something? Yeah. Remember when you would buy like a CD with the I okay, I remember like my favorite. I remember when. I remember that I remember th- it was literally that mind. year. I had that CD. With Amy Winehouse was mm-hmm. on it too mm-hmm. and then Christina Aguilera was sick. back um back to business or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Dude, so like who were the noms cuz all I saw was on Twitter Nicki Minaj uh, a meme saying Yo. like the Grammys like Nicki Minaj didn't want to be put in the pop category. Right. But then and then the Grammy said, "Nope. You're not being yeah. put in no category." I mean, for that song like super freaky. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, really quick, do you know who Carly Simon is? Yes, of course. Okay, so she got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I literally oh, don't know great. who that is. Can you enlighten me? She sings, "You're so vain." She's 79 damn damn well good for her she was married to james taylor <laughs> Anywho, not james tenney no james taylor is, Ch- American- is he a composer no he's a songwriter no you know james taylor like why people love him okay different no, person i'm thinking of james tenney anyway hello so tell us about the fucking all right i'm gonna read him out you guys don't Shut Me Down by ABBA, Easy On Me, Adele, Break My Soul, Beyonce. That came out this year? Easy yeah. On Me? Good Morning, Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. Um, I have not heard that. Have you heard no, that? No, 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 no. You and Me on The Rock, Brandi Carlisle, who I literally don't know who that is, honestly. She's amazing. She, you, really? You should, you should She's an amazing her. voice. Okay, and then also we have um, Woman by Doja Cat. I could under... The thing is, Break My Soul is not a good song alien superstar is a good song I guess. alien superstar and cuff, cuff it, it so. and plastic off the sofa that's a good song break my soul is not the best song off of that album i think it's because it broke <sighs> records but that's all about capitalism that's and all TikTok. about money and tiktok and streams yeah yeah so it's, it's not like so silly it's not about the actual art of the music yeah it's not my favorite song there's no way i mean i need to look into the stats with mary j blige but i was like are people really listening to her like that i'm shocked by that oh shit there's more oh bad habit by Steve the Lacey. heart part five kendrick lamar um about damn time lizzo as it was harry styles i feel like that song's gonna win honestly i didn't know there was this many people it's a lot a part of the this is just for the song too yeah, I didn't know there were this many nominees. As it was, is really good, I, I feel think. like there used to be... Isn't that true that there used to be less nominees for a category? I thought it was, like, five at most. 
I would have to look into it. I'm not sure. Okay, what's album of the year? Uh, Voyage by ABBA, 30 by Adele. You want to read that one? Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny. I love that album. I'm very hopeful. Renaissance by Beyonce. Surprising. Um, Good Morning Gorgeous Deluxe, Mary J. Blige. Very surprising. And In These Silent Nights, Brandy Carlisle. Music of the Spheres, Coldplay. Duh. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. Very good. Uh, Special by Lizzo. I heard it. Same. Harry's House by Harry Styles. So that record's good. The Kendrick Lamar record's good. And the, I guess, I didn't listen to the Bad Bunny record, but do you think, which one? so, it's Un Verano Sin Which one do you think? Well, you listen more to that one than Kendrick's album. Out of pure enjoyment, yes. Kendrick's is. Kendrick's won't win, though. That's the thing. Like, they don't care. I definitely think out of, out of what's gonna win they're probably i mean mary like mary's not gonna win no i don't think liz is gonna win it's gonna be beyonce or my money but you see it wouldn't make sense or no hairstyles i think it's gonna be beyonce hairstyles out of a popularity contest Mm, i mean that record yeah i mean i'm very curious about best new artists oh my gosh here we go very curious here we go anita amara paulo domi and jd beck mooney long samara joy Lato, 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 Main Skin, Tobe, Toby, and Wigwe. Molly Tuttle, Wet Leg. What leg is? I don't know Wet Leg. I don't know Molly Tuttle. Wet Love Toby. The only one I know. And Omar Apollo. I am Omar Apollo. Domi and JD Beck. They're the you know them. They're like the jazz duo. Oh really? She plays keys. Oh. Yeah. The, she dresses crazy. They're both white. Yeah. Oh whoa! Good I'm for that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. That's and crazy. Then, I don't know. I've, I've seen. I've met both of them. I think. I'm like. I'm I've, so pr- I've, I've. I know people. <laughs> no, no, it's good though. But like, what's with some other cool categories? Uh, you know what I love to look at? Like, who is in the rock category? Because it's always so fucking random. Sure, yeah. Best rock performance. So happy it hurts. Brian Adams. Old man Beck. Beck. It lives in that. Category. Why is Beck Why always is Beck in so the Grammys? Relevant? He becomes relevant so when it's relevant. Grammy season. No, I don't know. I don't know anyone who talks about Beck. Right. At all, but he's... Except my brother, maybe, who's 40. Exactly. It's like white men in their 40s. Yeah, it's hilarious. Are into Beck. Idols is so good. Idols is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Broken Horses, Brandy Carlisle, Patient Number 9, Ozzy Osbourne, featuring Jeff Jeff Beck, who I saw live in London with... um, Johnny. Jonathan Depp. Holiday Turnstile. Best R&B performance. I want to see this. Virgo's Groove, of course, Beyonce. Here with me. When I tell you I have not heard anything by Mary J. Blige since 2008. No, I know. Over by Lucky Day is one of my favorite songs by him. Okay, so let's go to best R&B album. So we got our boy. We got our boy, Christopher. I love how they come up with, like, so many different categories, but just put, like, the same 10 people in all of them. That's true. You know, I'm like, okay. And it don't even need to be 10 people. It needs to be, like, five. Breezy, Deluxe, Christopher. Black Radio 3, Robert Glasper. Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J., very surprising. Candy Drip, Lucky Day, Watch the Sun, PJ Morton. Great. Okay, I want to go to best hip-hop, and then let's be done with this. It's Almost Dry, Pusha T, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. That makes sense. Come Home with the Kids, Missed You, Jack Harlow, I Never Liked You, Future. I should hit... I need to listen to that album. Heffernay is a future stan. God, for some reason, of like not my own choice, I've been to three of his concerts. You wouldn't know it, but Heffernay is a black woman. Trapped in an Irish Catholic body. <laughs> um, and I, 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 like Catholic body. I know. So it's, funny. <laughs> it's so funny because like when I first met Heffernay, I went to her house for the first time. I saw only black women 
hair products in her fucking shower and i was like is there is your roommate black are you not gonna tell i was like i was like do you have a black woman staying here and visiting you you, she tried to do my makeup with her lipstick which is significantly darker shade than i would ever use and she also overlined my lips and i looked like edward scissorhands you didn't even give me the chance you looked like you, the, went, you, you looked like the spider from James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> so I'm a member of the Recording Academy, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm in the LA chapter. Obviously, I was in the Nashville chapter because, or the Memphis chapter, because I was what was closest to me in St. Louis. But uh, yeah, I voted last year. I will be voting this year. Um, I'm Wait, surprised. why what? the fuck is Christina Aguilera in? Best, Best Latin pop album. Does she sing one. in Spanish? She has a couple songs in Spanish, yeah. I don't know if she speaks it, though. But, uh, oh, there's your man, Maluma. Anyway, <laughs> let me just make sure. Let me just fact check right quick. Sam, can you fact check? Her father was born in Ecuador, and her mother has German, Irish, Welsh, and Dutch ancestry. Thank God we fact checked okay, that. That's so, so embarrassing. So, I will be voting my ass off this For year. Bad Bunny. <laughs> For Bad Bunny, and... Uh, Kendrick and who else should I vote for? I don't know if you can be in the room. You can't be in the room. <laughs> I'm really excited to see who wins. I will not be watching it because I don't fuck with uh, award shows anymore. So you know. So that was weekly fuck shit in the news. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Matt Delia, if you're watching this for the. Scandal. This week we are highlighting the scandals of one of my favorite groups of all time, Fleetwood Mac. So, Heffernie, what do you know about Fleetwood Mac? Well, here you go again, you say. Yeah. Um, I know about that. I know about, um, I know about, I want to be with you everywhere. And then I know about, I was about to sing Barracuda. Yeah. Um. Fucking who, baby, who, which is by just her, I know, but say who. Okay, so you know Stevie Nicks mostly. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about Fleetwood Mac. Okay, so Stevie Nicks is one of my all-time favorite vocalists of all time. Of all time. And also Fleetwood Mac is one of my favorite bands because <laughs> I grew up with that playing in my household. So my mom was a huge fan of Fleetwood Mac. Her mom is white. I grew up with them, and I just, it just reminds me of my mom and reminds Aww. me of home. When I thought of Fleetwood Mac, I thought of Stevie Nicks's big hair and Lindsey Buckingham's big-ass hair, too, who was the guitarist. So, we're going to be covering the scandals. So, this band made hit after hit after hit, and they won Grammys, and they had award-winning albums and whatnot, but a lot of their music was fueled by the tumultuous goings-onses in the band they had a very very incestuous you know relationship so everybody in the band was dating each other so we're gonna get into all the scandals how many were in the band so there's a total of five so it started out with different you know iterations Mm -hmm. but the main band as we know it today and that we you know recognize for the albums that they won they're five so Fleetwood Mac let's get some background Fleetwood Mac is an American British rock band formed in London in 1967, so they was hella old. Fleetwood Mac was founded by guitarist Peter Green, drummer Mick Fleetwood, and guitarist Jeremy Spencer, and bassist John McVie. 
So the name came to be Fleetwood Mac by a combination of Mick Fleetwood, the drummer, and the bassist, John McPhee Mac. So that's how they got their name. Um, The keyboardist and vocalist, Christine Perfect, now known as Christine McPhee, uh, contributed as a session player uh, before joining them for their second album in 1970. They were left without lead singers because during their time in the 70s, a lot of... uh, all three guitarists left the band. So they were left without a vocalist as well because the guitarist sang. Mm. So because of that, the band traveled to Los Angeles and they were looking for studios to record in in Los Angeles. They came across the American folk rock duo, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, mm. who were together. They were a couple and they did like folk tunes they and they dating? have... Yeah, they were, they were dating. Wait, for real? Yeah. They were lesbians? No, Lindsay Buckingham is a man. Okay. And... <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. They, Wait, is it four guys and one girl? It's three men, two women. They came across Lindsay and Stevie Nicks. So they heard Lindsay Buckingham's guitar playing. He's an amazing guitarist. And why I look up to him as... I'm an amateur guitarist myself, but why I love his guitar playing is he didn't use a pick, and I never learned how to use a pick. It always, like, frustrated me, and so I was just like, fuck it, I can probably learn just, like, Lindsey Buckingham to not play with a pick. So he had a really interesting style, and um, it was a folk guitarist primarily. So they invited him to play in the band, mm-hmm. but Buckingham agreed on the one condition that his girlfriend at the time, Stevie Nicks, could join as well. As a, I know that was like, weird. I know. I mean, can you imagine at the time they didn't know better. Mm-hmm. They didn't know no mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. So she joined as the lead singer and songwriter. That's funny. Can you imagine your Becomes man like sticking fa- up yeah. and becoming the face? face Those two are the face. Yeah. Lindsay Buckingham and, and yeah. you know, Stevie Nicks. And she's so gorgeous and her hair is fucking amazing if i was white i would want to look like her thanks so the addition of buckingham and nicks gave the band a more pop rock sound and their 1975 self-titled album fleetwood mac reached number one in the united states their second album rumors was released in 1977 that and that, yeah see that's the one that you that a lot of people know uh, their hits from uh and they won a grammy for that album and it sold over 40 million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling albums in, in music history. So that's some, like, overview of them. I got it. First scandal came from the name, right? So there was a first band all in England uh, that played together. So it was, like, Peter Green and Mick Fleetwood and John McVie and other members. Um, but they thought they owned the rights to that name. So... The other people in England. It's like, bitch, how are you gonna alter the name? It's like the last names of the two people. Like the yeah. fuck. The lawsuit that followed regarding who owned the rights to the name Fleetwood Mac put the original Fleetwood Mac on hiatus for almost a year because they couldn't perform. Mm. Although the band was named after Mick Fleetwood and John McPhee, the bassist, they had apparently signed contracts in which they had forfeited their rights to the name. I guess they didn't read their that clause. Right. That's why right. y'all need to be reading them contracts. I myself need to be doing better with that, but. Uh, so they forfeited the rights to that name, which is crazy. Uh, 
seeing as it is their last names, a combination of their last names. But the dispute was eventually settled out in court four years later. And, uh, wow. yeah, it seems really petty. Now, what I'm most interested in is the interrelationships in the band, right? Yes. So they were all fucking dating each other or had some romance with another member in the band. It's like a huge, like, But did web. the guys have romances with each other? No. So... And neither did the women. That, yeah. Neither did the women. I know. Yeah. So, but it was like one person is, like, connected to multiple. And we'll get into it. Wow. So... I would hate to be the fifth wheel. <laughs> Dude, I know. Yeah. You're, like, so unwanted. So, basically, what led to the disbandment of this group was the relationships. The romantic relationships. It's not just, like, the typical... Like, we had an argument, and we don't fuck with each other anymore. It's It was romantic. So, but they were around for a long time, despite those arguments and disagreements and uncomfortable also, relationships. that is so, like, I've had friends talk about this, too, even. I mean, it's more something that happens, I think, specifically with, obviously, music and touring. But when you do have such a... When you're on tour with, like, the same five people, it's just, like, kind of... It's almost inevitable for you to form some type of... Romantic? Deeper, yeah, I think. For years? You know what I mean? I mean... I don't... Especially if there's, like, think, attraction. I don't know. Like, I don't think so. I, I mean, But you think maybe. you gotta think of it as, like, what's the longest tour you've been on? Right, that's the thing. I've only been on, like, a two-week tour, so. Exactly. And I know people who've been on it for, like, two months, and right. it's, like, the third week, and you have, like... And you're also, like... Your entire life is, like, it's completely outside of the context of your normal life and, like, relationships and dynamics because you're just, like, on the road in a car. I mean, I personally don't have the experience with this, but, like, yeah, I friends I've talked it to, it, yeah. and it's, like, and you're also, like, sleeping in the same beds, and it's, like, you're, not you're drinking. You're not me. Right. There's drugs. There's, like, it's t- like, yeah. It's so easy to hook Excitement. up with somebody in that context, and then from hooking up, you're, like, Aah. That is very true. It's like the perfect situation. So Which let's one? let's paint the picture, right? So John McVie yeah. is the bassist. Yes. John McVie was married to Christine Got McVie, it. who was Got the it. keyboardist and songwriter and uh, vocalist. Mm-hmm. One of the vocalists. Mick Fleetwood, the drummer, had a wife outside of the band. Oh, boy. And then Lindsay and Stevie Nicks, right? Okay. Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. So let's get into the drama with... Christine and John. Let's go. Basically, they'd been married, started uh, their relationship back in England. They're the British ones. And along with Mick Fleetwood, he is the British one as well. So basically, within their marriage, unfortunately, John was uh, an alcoholic. He was, that was his drug of choice, right? And so him and Christine started to have issues. Christine sought to have an affair with their sound engineer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Martin Birch, saying that due to uh, John's heavy drinking. Uh, that was one of the reasons why she was unhappy in their relationship. Yeah. So they ended their marriage on tour, in the middle of tour. So their way of coping was to just, like, not talk to each other. Just at all. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, they didn't have cell phones, so, like, what do you going to do? So they cut off in the middle of the tour. Um, because of the stress of his marriage dissolving on tour in the hotel's John would walk up and down the hall screaming her name. Christine! Christine! Why? Because he would just be drunk as fuck. And, That's embarrassing like, as well. I know. Like, and you're in tour and in the hotel. Um, yeah. So, And after they uh, called it quits officially, she entered a relationship with 
their lighting director. Okay. <laughs> and then John started hooking up with hussies and groupies. Okay, on, I, got on it, tour. got it, got it, got it, got it. And so, yeah, they just like wouldn't talk in the future and just like not talk during so recording sh- sessions the, on the road. Who hooked up with the lighting director? Christine. Christine of the band. Yes. Keywordist. Hold on. So is this the bassist who got... John McVie and Christine. Yes. Are married. They're married. They in the a- band? Holy shit. Oh, I thought it was yes. someone at home. No, no. They're married. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Okay. And so they were on tour together and he so would call her name. she's with the lighting director. He's with the groupies. Let's yes, go. Yes. And her first thing was, you know, the sound engineer. Yeah. Her first okay. affair. You know? So moving on. So now Stevie and Christine. So I love their relationship. They're, this is not a romantic relationship, but I like their friendship. And so the media would try to pit them against each other, mm-hmm. you know, being the two women in the band. Okay, they're yeah. Like, they were like trying to create some narrative rivalry. of, yeah, of, of rivalry. Um, but there was never one that existed. And they heavily relied on each other during tour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was great that, they still remain friends and were friends mm-hmm, on the tour mm-hmm. and a source of support because in that field and being, you know, in a male dominated industry, it can be very isolating. So I'm happy that they had each other. Yeah. Because. Moving on to Stevie and Lindsay. Okay. So they were the couple that came together. He was like, you're not going to have Watch me out for the cable. Thank you. You're not going to have me be in the band unless my woman can come, which is crazy. But if he didn't do that, there would be no fleet. I mean, there would be. But so they I don't know how long they were together while in the band. I think it was like a couple of years. I think it was pretty early on into the band's life that they broke up. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they broke up so early, it fueled the the writing. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here are the songs that we know are about each other. Lindsay Buckingham wrote Secondhand News, Never Going Back Again, and the infamous, infamous Go Your Own Way, which is one of my favorite songs. Right? And Go your own way. No. And Stevie responded with Dreams. Now, girl, if I was writing about Nick it was if I was writing about a nigga and you got this amount of streams, but then I responded with a song that got this amount of streams and on Tiki, bitch, I would feel so fucking good. Yeah, seriously. I would feel so good. Um, so why she wrote dreams? Women, was, they will come and they will go. They will come and what they will go. What does she mean by when the rain washes, you clean your nose? Is that in regards to coke? No, not nose, not nose. When the rain washes. Well, we'll we'll get to the drug use. Wait, tell me about that. So when the rain washes. When the rain washes, you clean, you'll know. You'll clean. You will know. You you will clean. When the rain washes, you clean. So Nick says that she was particularly insulted by a lyric in Go Your Own Way. Which she which she's continually had to perform during her career, telling Rolling Stone. I very much resented him telling the world that packing up, shacking up, was different, with different men, was all I wanted to do. He knew it wasn't true. It was just an angry thing he said. Mm. They had uh, screaming matches during recording sessions, during tour. So it's interesting that they were the ones who were, you know, 
very verbal towards each other wow. while the the Brits were just like shut it down, no communication whatsoever, no fucking eye contact. So that was Stevie and Lindsay, and they have gone on to have a tumultuous relationship even outside of the the band. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Stevie and Mick Fleetwood, and this is a relationship I did not see coming. Mick Fleetwood is the drummer. Got it. I'm gonna put all their pictures up here because. Look at Stevie Nicks and look at him. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So in the late 70s. Hold on. I need to keep going. I got to get the photo up though. You have to. So in the late 70s, Nicks and the still married Mick Fleetwood began an affair. He was still with his wife, Jenny, and she was dating at the time a member of the band, the Eagles. Okay. So she's cheating. He's cheating. Yeah. They're both cheating. On, yeah. Um, when Fleetwood, when, so when the drummer Mick Fleetwood told Lindsey Buckingham that him and Stevie were now together he reportedly said, nice of you to tell me. I appreciate it. Period. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. They're acting like there's nobody the fuck else outside of this band for them to fucking talk to. And I know it's what you said, like touring. Yeah, they're quarters. in a different car. They're gonna, they can't. But it's just like, there's nobody else. You're on fucking tour. Like, come on. Like, do something. Uh, get a bitch in Europe. Yeah, but if you're for like year long tour, it's so different, dude. So, that's what that was Lindsay's response to Mick. Got it. After, so then eventually Mick Fleetwood's marriage would end and his relationship with Stevie also ended, right? He then went on and embarked on a relationship with Homegirl? Stevie's best friend. Mick did? Yes. Stevie Nicks' best friend, Sarah, and Sarah's husband called Stevie to say... Sarah moved in with Mick this morning, and I just thought you might want to know. <laughs> See, it's like it's like a love, it's tacky, love, love yeah. pentagon. It's just who the fuck much. So they also have they also mentioned Sarah in a song. The lyric is Sarah. Mm. So they just like laying it all the fuck out there. They don't give a fuck. Let's talk about confessional songwriting. She is the founder. She is one of the originators. She is, you know, the most well known confessional songwriter they don't give a fuck i'd be embarrassed anyway while they loved each other stevie nicks is quoted saying she doesn't think that the relationship would have happened without drugs she also regretted hurting fleetwood uh fleetwood's family because he had a wife he had kids mm-hmm. you know she, she regrets that and she probably knew them you know mm-hmm. um so let's talk about stevie nicks's relationship with drugs so basically it is known that a lot of the members in the band had a heavy alcohol and uh, ganja and cocaine habit. So uh, she used cocaine as a habit to cope with the fame and stress. And eventually it began damaging her voice. Oh, fuck. Which is interesting. Yeah. And she reportedly bought $1 million worth of cocaine and ended up with a dime-sized nose in her hole. In her in her nose. A million dollars. Yeah, I mean they got that shit. They got that. They got that fucking. They got that money. But it's just like, oh, her voice. I wonder how that happens. Fuck. If it's just like, I want to know like medically how it happens, Austina. But um, so yeah, uh, basically, that's the band. And as far as the band's music is concerned, here are the songs that were about each other because there's more than just what Lindsay wrote about Stevie and what Stevie wrote in response to Lindsay's songs 
Don't Stop was Christine's ode to looking ahead in life, while You Make Loving Fun was a celebration of her newfound romance with the lighting man. Ooh, girl, they bold. They are so bold. The Chain was the groups, which is one of my favorite songs. Um, the chain was oh, the Oh, that one's good. Yeah. How's that go again? Chain, keep us together. Okay, cool. Um, the chain was the group's joint anthem regarding betrayal. So it's nice that they could come together and fucking write a fucking bop. <laughs> Stevie is quoted saying in Rolling Stone that she didn't care that everybody knows me and Chris and John and Lindsay all broke up. Because we did, so that's a fact. And Nix added that the majority of the songs she wrote for the album are definitely about people in the band. So everybody's relationship was was on the table. They're all there and very honest, and people will know exactly what I'm talking about. People will really enjoy listening to what has happened since the last album. So fun fact is that the band even considered thanking their Coke dealer in the credits. But such recognition never came to pass. Unfortunately, he got snuffed executed before the oh, thing came no. out fleetwood wrote in his 1999 memoir fleetwood my life and adventures in fleetwood mac so basically the band now stevie stevie's still got some some issues uh she was an american horror story did you see that no um season yeah she was an american horror story coven coven the third season mm, i don't um, watch it like that um stevie Nicks briefly married a man and uh he was the widow of her best friend. Dude, it's like a pattern. That's it's giving pattern. Not chill. It's not, dude. I'd be pissed if I. Dude, she's oh, probably pissed. now. I'm not a doctor, but maybe she's like a love and sex addict. Maybe, maybe she sounds she's like, like it. Maybe she's like a serial monogamous and is just clinging on to people who are closest to her, or who are just like closest in reach. Snyder. Yeah, um. So Stevie Nicks briefly married Kim Anderson, widower. widower of her best friend Robin Snyder in 1983. Oh, I thought you were Snyder. saying Rob Schneider. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like a circle. Um, Snyder's baby Matthew had been born two days before she died of leukemia three months later. Jeez. So the baby dies three months old? Yeah. Nixon and Anderson were married and then they split a few months later because. And Nick said she felt Snyder's presence in the nursery. I was like, girl, I would haunt her ass. Haunt. I would haunt her ass. Whose baby was it? Theirs? Her best friend. Oh, my God. Her best friend's baby. So her best friend's baby died three months old? No, the friend did. So where, there's just a baby? Stevie Nick's, Stevie Nick's briefly married Kim Anderson. Okay. Widower of her best friend. Okay. Robin Snyder. Robin Kay. Snyder died. Her friend died. Got it. And had a baby two days before she died. Oh, fuck. So she, her best friend's dead. But the baby's alive. Yeah, the baby's alive. Okay. And she feels like the baby's haunting her? No, she felt... No, I'm saying I would haunt her if I was the best friend. If, let's say, if I was... Oh, my, well, yeah. I would haunt my best... My former best friend because you, you fucking my man. But did she feel a ghost? She felt her presence... Well, in the yeah, nursery. Of course. You I, you feel my presence. Yeah. And lastly, in October of 2018, Lindsay Buckingham was fired from the band. Sure. It's like, we're really going to be doing all this, like, in 2018. 
Wait, in 2018? Yes, after they performed at the Music Cares for the Recording Academy concert. Because um, they got into dispute because Stevie did something that he ain't like, and then they got into a, you know. Uh, you wonder it, what it takes. Yeah, exactly. So he filed a lawsuit against the Fleetwood Mac for breach of fiduciary duty, breach of oral contract, and intentional interference with prospective economic advantage, among so other charges. What does that mean? So basically, they got into into a dispute of like how if they were going to go on tour and perform these songs. He sued them because he felt that they jeopardized their future way of making money. And so, like, how they were acting on tour is is an example of that. Right. Uh, What songs they're going to play on tour is an example of that. So, just, like, bullshit band shit. And so, yeah, he got fired. Fired. And now they have a new guitarist. So, that's what's going on with them today. Awesome. Couldn't be me in a band with a man that I am attracted to slash, like... Or was was in a relationship with. I've done that before, y'all. I've done it before, and it's not... It doesn't end well. Of course not. I don't know how people play... Like, we have a couple friends that play together in that groups. Fucked? That they're... Or play together that are in relationships. Okay. We do? Mm-hmm. We do? Like, yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah. Like, in the jazz world, it's very common, too. Dude, I feel like jazz people only be dating jazz people, Loki. That's T, and they don't have anybody else to talk to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I hate them. <laughs> no. Um, but isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's weird. What's y'all's favorite tune by Fleetwood Mac? All right, Hefferty. Uh, moving on to weekly listens. What did you listen to this week? I listened to Bonobo's album. And that album is called Fragments. Um, it was great. I really like Bonobo. I didn't know Bonobo was still a thing. Yeah, a thing. I I really liked his music in high school. I know he's from England, which I didn't know, and he moved to New York in 2015, and then, or not in 2015, but he moved to New York, and then in 2015 he moved to LA, and he wrote this during the pandemic. Um. And it's good. There's this really, really good track on there that I think you would really fuck with um, called Tides. Can I see the album art? I mean. Oh. Yeah, it's it's giving Shark Alien. Boy it's- and Lava Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but Spy Kids. It's if, giving if not Spy, Spy kids. kids. Yeah, if not Spy Kids. It's good. I liked it a lot. You Send should it check to me. it out. I will. Um, okay, well, what did you listen to? So you liked the whole album? Yeah, it was great. Oh, nice. Easy. Production sick. Yeah, I know. Um, Good for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a little... It's very clean production. Okay. Very clean. His stuff's always very clean. Yeah. But that can get a little bit... I mean, I don't know. Different Messy. strokes for different folks. Yeah. So this week I listened to Ibrahim Malouf's capacity to love he is a trumpeter and a trump support <laughs> sorry <laughs> what if that is what they call yeah, trumpeter trump supporters <laughs> no seriously um so he's a a trumpeter and he's an amazing composer and musician um what kind of music it's kind of like i would say progressive jazz 
whatever that fucking yeah means. same progressive is just not i know it. an alternative i i would say there's some ass i hate the genre title world it's kind of stupid it y- is kind of world right it's it's kind of i feel like the terms alternative and progressive just are so dated because it's like well yeah no shit it's not classic jazz music like right who the fuck makes classic rock music like it's not exactly the 70s. like obviously it's alternative yeah so we need to find better terminologies for this shit it's so silly it really is and the, i think that it's going to be easy when we start to really focus on describing our personal music as well because yeah. we are yeah different. yeah yeah i mean like when you say you're pop i'm like really well what would you say I mean, no, but I'm not rock, and I feel you're like it's rock, like you're, and I'm not R&B. You're not electronica either. I would say I want to say something with electronic, but it's not. I know it's not. I know it's not. Well, I want to say something with electronic. I want to mention something like. With I do your title think obviously like I want to kill myself when I say this, but I think avant-garde pop is kind of accurate. When I think of avant-garde pop, I think of hyper pop. It's not the same thing though. Mm. But what's also hard is avant-garde. Uh, like obviously to me I'm like shut the fuck up but to like compared to like Britney Spears pop you'd be like I guess that is avant-garde I think the pop throws you it throws me too I agree with that I totally agree I just I don't know what I wish there was something can you just say indie because you know how can you just say alternative indie you know yeah yeah maybe that would work for you because I like you know how singer songwriter is a genre yeah it's like I like that there's a descriptor of the person's role in creating the music right you're the singer and you're the songwriter right i wish there was like a producer you no know, production that's so true you know what i mean a more descriptive or like, like exactly it's like can you because like again like i feel like a big difference between our music i mean maybe this will change i mean there's our music probably couldn't be more different but like your music is not production specific right at all mm-hmm as of now right, mine is incredibly hip-hop. production yeah. consistent i exactly like i couldn't um of course i can strip it down but it would be very inaccurate to call it singer songwriter right we like you are more of a singer songwriter than i am right mm-hmm. you know and but then the acoustic, describing you as singer songwriter well, feels like, like you're not like a white girl named sarah <laughs> yeah no because it is very specific it is very specific to having an acoustic instrument as well which i have yeah yeah i don't know know what i mean i feel like weird singer songwriter implies a but even this doesn't okay for example singer songwriter implies like that the songwriting the emphasis in the music is you know Mm -hmm. the lyrics Mm -hmm. and the melody you know more so than other genres like bonobo is not singer songwriter you know um but dolly parton sure and but then it's like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like songs that are pop still have that. So yeah, I guess you're right. It's the acoustic factor that really defines that. Mm-hmm. But I wish there was a like, wait. Anyway. I want to so, try to figure it out because a lot of people need we should think genre about descriptions. Yeah. We should just create our own. It should just, someone, okay. This, dictionary. My music doesn't sound like this now, but someone came up with such a good genre name for when I was making like alternative rock music and but okay see this is what's funny though is this the other time though 
people were like, well, you're not like alternative rock. Because if I think alternative rock, I think of like the Black Keys or Arctic yeah, Monkeys. I and I'm like, them. how the fuck are you? I know, seriously. But it's like, you really can't win. And I think um, someone called it something. It sounds so dumb right now. Oh, they called it? Uh, I'm not going to say it, actually. It's incredibly lame. I think it was like Blue Hop. Because it was like blues. Let's just move on. No, no, no. But there blues was something triggers about me. Bl- blues influence because I played like a lot of pentatonic riffs. Like minor pentatonics. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But whatever. And also a lot of the bands I liked had a lot of blues influence. Right. Like the Black Keys. Well, not them, but yeah. But they, I mean. Like Jack White and stuff. Yes. Who I, now I'm like, I don't know why I was so. Well, also yeah. he was so sick in the White Stripes. There's anyway. a time and place. I think, I think once you get to a certain age, it's kind of like. So I listened to Ibrahim Malouf's new album that was released early November, Capacity to Love, which is, it sounds like a Bell Hooks uh, book title <laughs> <laughs> because she talks about this a lot. But no, I was, I liked it. I mean, I probably saved like six songs total out of the... Um, 35? Just kidding. <laughs> out of the like 12 or something or fi- no, 15. But um, he has a lot of features on it, which is kind of, like, distracting to me. Personally, I didn't feel like there was, like, a cohesive sound, which is, like, what I like to do. I like to feature different artists, too, but I don't have them on my albums, Um, which I'm... I don't know. I kind of... I want to start doing that, but I still want to have a cohesive sound, which is very hard to do. But he features speeches by Charlie Chaplin in here that are so moving Mm. to me. And talks about how there's the invention of... Charlie Chaplin is talking about how there's the invention of the airplane that's bringing us closer together. There's the invention of the radio that's... You can hear my voice is, is being brought to millions. And it was just really moving to me. And I was in the gym at LA Fitness just looking at these cellos like... Whoever thought... <laughs> <laughs> Whoever... Did Harriet Tubman think that I would ever be, first of all, in California? Working my biceps out next to a fucking cholo. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Wait, do we have to cut that? I hope not. We don't. No, we no, can okay. keep it. If you're okay going on the record saying cholo. Can you say that? Lean back like a cholo. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. No, I don't mind. I'll cut Whatever. I mean, you don't mind. You didn't say it. I mean, I think it'd be weirder for you to say it than me. I mean, everything would, but... <laughs> Anyway, because something. Dude, I'm but, done. I don't know. I well, it would be funny if we put a beep over it. That'd be so fucking. <laughs> Yo, um, wait, so but- so I really was moved by that while I was in LA Fitness, um, and easy place to be moved. Yeah. So some of the features that he had on it were we're definitely cutting that. Dear Silas, Gregory Porter, JP Cooper, uh, Sima Funk, Tank of the Bangas. De La Soul, Flavia Coelho, and he had a different feature on D Smoke. And yeah, so he had a different feature on. Who was the last one? Uh, D Smoke. He's a rapper, signed, and he's, I think he's from your neck of the woods, signed to my label, Empire. Um, but yeah, it was a great listen. Um, and definitely moved by the speeches, so. Great. Highly recommend. Song, my favorite song from the record would probably be Speechless. And that feature is Charlie Chaplin. Um, that is an interesting point about bringing too many, like, features on a record. Yeah, it's pretty distracting. Also, do you feel like you would have a need 
this is it kind of blows my mind that people are still creating 15 song length albums within the I can't do musical that. climate we live in. It's like it seems like there's no it's overwhelming slash especially with streaming nowadays. It's like people want to they want it to be accessible and easy and to listen through like 15 four minute songs. I feel like unless you're like Drake or something, you can't really count on people to do that. I know. Unless you do have features on every song maybe and to make it like it's like a, a marketing tool yes dude it is a marketing tool 100 percent, and it's because they're gonna share it you know you're gonna be like yeah i'm on this album oh, i didn't hear that artist before it's like, almost like making your album more like a reality tv show in a weird way that's so fucking true like being able to create like uh subplots within your, i don't fucking know yeah i just it's definitely impressive i think when people do put out a body of work like that and yeah, it's, I feel like, I don't know, yeah, it's cool though. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about it, um, happy with the listen. Anybody but myself. Please send in your music, and then Hefferny and I will be reviewing it live on the show, or if you would prefer us to review it not live we can definitely have it prepared yeah i don't know if we want to do that if we're not getting paid but we will review <laughs> it on this show we will and we'll give, you a, we'll give you a shout out we'll give you a shout out um do we know who we're gonna do next week Hefferny, or should we keep it a secret i want to keep it a secret and i don't know okay <laughs> it just died well that's awesome bye bye, bye. <laughs>